Dear friends in Christ Jesus, once again I extend you all a very warm welcome to you on the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. And I would like to start this morning by wishing everyone a very happy new year, 2023. The first reading today, Moses he was blessing the people of Israelites. The Lord bless you and keep you and the Lord let his face shine upon you and the Lord be gracious to you. I am wishing you the same blessings to you. Someone made a New Year prayer. Dear Lord, so far this year, I have done well. I have not gossiped. I have not lost my temper. I have not been greedy, grumpy, nasty, selfish, or overindulgent. I am very thankful for that. But in a few minutes, Lord, I am going to get out of bed. From then on, I am probably going to need lot more help. Amen. Today is the solemnity of Mary, Blessed Mother. She is a mother of God. A senior priest went to his bishop with this complaint. He had a memory problem as well. Now I have a great difficulty in preaching. I cannot get the people's attention. After stroking his chin, His Excellency suggested, say something striking at the beginning of your homily. The old priest asked the bishop, could you give me an example? Well, the bishop suggested, you might start like this, I am in love, I am in love with a married woman. Her name is Mary, Blessed Mother. Next Sunday, the priest started his sermon. The bishop is in love. He is in, <laughs> he is in love with a married woman. After an embarrassing pause, the priest continu continued, but I have forgotten her name. Dear friends in Christ Jesus, the Church puts this feast of the solemnity on the first day of the new year to emphasize the importance of Mary's role in the life of Christ and of the Church. Throughout the year, we commemorate the various saints on the different day days of the year. But Mary, she is the most prominent of, all, of them all. She has a special role and she got a special mission given to her by God. She is a mother of Redeemer and of mother of the redeemed. She reigns as the queen at the side of Christ the King. She is a powerful intercessor for all our needs here on earth. In celebrating her special feast day, we acknowledge 
this great gift for the church and the world. We call on her to be actively involved in our daily life. We imitate her virtuous life as great inspiration. And just like Blessed Mother, we cooperate with the graces we get through her intercession. The Holy Scriptures teach us that Jesus was both God and man. John Gospel chapter 114 says, The Word became flesh and lived among us. In the second reading today, St. Paul, he refers to this event when he writes to the Galatians, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, and as eternally begotten of the Father. So the Bible teaches us that Mary was the mother of God, man, Jesus. Not in the sense she gave birth to Jesus as God, but in the sense that the baby she bore had the nature of God and the nature of man. Why do Catholics honor Mary? Non-Christians sometimes believe that we Catholics worship Mary as goddesses who gave birth to our God. Non-Catholic Christians argue that there is no biblical basis for honoring Mary, that Catholics worship her and make her equal to God. They fail to understand why we honor Mary and name churches and institutions after her. They do not understand what we mean by calling her the Mother of God. The truth is that we Catholic do not worship Mary as we worship, adore God. We honor her, respect her, love her, and seek her intercession, praying, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Catholics, we never equate her with God, nor replace God with her. And some of the Indian traditions, there are Hindu deities, and they are considered as God. And there are other traditions, Greek mythology, and they have a deities, god, goddesses, and we do not place Blessed Mother in that uh, platform. We love her, we honor her, and the adoration and the worship only belongs to God. Yeah, many titles were given to Blessed Mother. One of the popular titles given to Blessed Mother is Mary Blessed Among Women. And this greeting, when Blessed Mother visited the house of Elizabeth, Elizabeth greeted uh, Blessed Mother, you are blessed among women. And one, when we go back to the scriptures, only two other women in all scriptures have been given such an honor. Joel, in the book of Judges, she was called Blessed of Women because she crushed the head of the Canaanite general Cicero with a tent peck. Judith, in the book of Old Testament, she was, she was also called blessed by the Most High God above all women on earth because she cut off the head of the Assyrian general Holofernes. Joel and Judith, they beheaded the head of the, the enemy, 
and what does the young blessed virgin mary have in common with these warrior women like old testament joel and judith she plays a critical role in god's plan rescuing israel from her enemies but there are two big differences unlike joel and judith mary's battle is not a physical one she does not take up a sword or a tent peg rather she plays her part in god's plan of salvation by carrying the messiah in her womb and that's what elizabeth goes on to praise her mary is blessed among women because she is told blessed is the fruit of the womb she is blessed because she is blessed to carry in her womb the creator of the universe the word became flesh and dwelt among us the word was god the word was in the beginning and the word was god that is why she is blessed and second the enemy is different joel and judith they helped liberate the people from pagan armies pagan enemies but the mary's child will save the humanity not only the israelites and the much more dangerous enemy the more dangerous enemy than canaanites assyrians or any military in the world the demon and the evil forces and he would liberate us from sin and the evil forces that causes the humanity keep the humanity for centuries after centuries miserable sorrowful pathetic and her son jesus will save his people from their sin and that is why she is called blessed and one other important connection between mary and the old testament two hero heroines joel and judith is connection with the genesis chapter 315 joel and judith they are blessed among women because they struck the heads of their enemies an image that recalls the first prophetic foreshadowing of the messiah in genesis and that is called proto evangelium the first gospel in genesis 3:15 god announces who is it called first gospel the after the sin of our first parents the humanity lost the privilege god bestowed upon them honor privilege due to sin they lost everything and then god was so merciful and kind he announced the first good news to the humanity to the representative of the humanity adam and eve the first message was the first good news was that the first woman eve eve will have a son a descendant who will crush the head of the serpent joel and judith striking israel's military enemies can be seen as an anticipation of the one who will crush the head of the humanity's greatest enemy the devil so that's why elizabeth calling mary blessed among women associate mary with the ultimate fulfillment of the first gospel proto evangelium the women who will cr- and her seed will crush the head of the serpent and my dear friends and that's why we honor our blessed mother she is blessed among women it's not catholics honor not only catholics honor her it is the biblical by biblical foundation and it is angel gabriel 
he greeted blessed mother full of grace hail mary you found favor with god angel gabriel when he introduced himself to zechariah he said i am the angel of the lord come from the presence of the god and this greeting to blessed mother this is from the presence of god it's not catholics honor and praise blessed mother and this has a strong biblical foundations and we are deeply rooted in bible in honoring blessed mother and we are honoring uh, jesus who honor her mother so much and my dear friends as we are in the new the the beginning of the new year i would like to give you few more messages on the basis of new year the first message for us the new year god understand that our lives are sometimes affected by circumstances beyond our control god understands that our lives are sometimes affected by circumstances beyond our control the the herod herod realized that magi were not going to lead him to jesus he was furious he gave order to kill all the innocent babies in bethlehem its vicinity who were 2 years old and such a tragedy he caused disasters tragedies injustice none of us are immune to them they are frightening circumstances beyond our control there are powerful forces that shape our society our world that are beyond our control rebecca start the author of the book the days of rain which tells the true story of her upbringing in a group called the exclusive brethren a doomsday cult whose leaders believed the world was run by satan as a result they cut off all contact with the outside world no one in the exclusive brethren that group was allowed to read newspapers or to own radios or televisions start says that one of the key lessons she learned from growing up in that cult was that she became an expert at being afraid sadly that's how many of us respond to a world of tragedy we become experts at being afraid and fear turns to anger are giving up or withdrawing from the world and all three responses keep us from seeing how god is working out his plan of creation his plan is to redeem all things through jesus christ and establish his kingdom and this that is tragic because even though that the the massacre of innocent baby is a sad commentary it is full of hope and second thing in this story we see god's plan and promises it will be worked out even in the worst circumstances and when this tragic took place the matthew gospel says uh, the holy family escape to egypt was prophesied by hosea more than 750 years earlier the tragedy of herod was ordering those innocent children was prophesied by jeremiah more than 600 years earlier numerous prophets declared that messiah would come from humble lowly place like nazareth and every time 
Matthew Gospel points out to prophecy, he is saying, when he says, this has fulfilled according to the prophet Jeremiah, according to prophet Hosea, what does he mean? God is always faithful to fulfill his promises. Even this could be a disaster, this could be a tragedy, could be a loss or betrayal, disappointment. Remember, God is always faithful and he will fulfill his promises. Not one of us, God's promises will fail in tragedies, injustices, in circumstances beyond our control. We can find hope in this. God is always working out his plan, his promises for humanity. And the final message for us today, we can move forward in faith and confidence, no matter how difficult our circumstances look, because God is with us. Notice in the infancy narrative of Jesus, Joseph responded each time an angel of the Lord came to him. He obeyed immediately, even when he was afraid, even when God's plan did not seem to make sense. He still obeyed God immediately. He acted in faith no matter how difficult his circumstances appeared. That says to us, and we can move forward in the same spirit of faith and confidence when we know that God is with us. In November 2019, a woman named Beth, she signed up to run a very difficult multi-day relay race out in the California desert. Beth was 58 years old at that time. She had only started running a few years earlier. All her teammates on this relay race were much younger, were much more experienced runners. Beth was nervous about completing the race, afraid that she might fail, she might fail her team. One neighbor who saw Beth training and offered her to add her name to a text prayer chain so the other women in their small town could pray for her race. On a race day, Beth and her team gathered near the starting line. Beth's phone suddenly pinged. Her teammates stared at her. They were in a remote desert region that had no cell phone service. The ping was a text from her neighborhood prayer chain back in her hometown. Beth read it aloud to her team. It was Isaiah 41.10. A promise from God to the nation of Israel. So do not afraid, I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. The runners ran up, ran up and down steep mountain slopes. Some of the running even took place at night. After the first night's run, Beth was so exhausted, she began to walk the trail rather than run. Then she heard the verse from Isaiah 14, 41 again in her head. And she picked up her feet and ran again. God was with her. All she had to do was to keep moving forward. Beth and her teammates successfully finished the race. As they headed back into her hometown from the desert, all their phones began pinging them constantly with the messages of support from their family, friends back home. But only one message had gotten through when they were in the desert, the message reminding them of the promise of God's love. My dear friends, I don't know what this new year holds for you, 
but i do know that god's plan and promises never fail and because of that i know that we can keep moving forward in faith no matter may lord bless you and keep you may lord let his face shine upon you may lord be gracious to you amen